0: Hi all, Kate here. Um, Angry Dinosaur special episode, I guess. I'm really, really sorry that I haven't got a full one out. I've been really busy. There's been lots going on behind the scenes. So I just thought I'd do a quick update to let you all know what, what's happening. And also, I'd had a couple of questions. I was going to use this as an opportunity to address those. So one of the messages that I had was a request that I show a bit more information about myself other than you know the kind of journey that I'm on at the moment so I thought I'd talk a little bit about my work life so I've spent much of my adult life working in food establishments I know what you're all thinking she's too stupid to do anything else but I love you know I've got 11 GCSEs and I skipped the Mackie D's wrong with the ladder all right apologies to all those McDonald's workers I actually love the fact that you're thick and can't count there is nothing better than finding seven nuggets in your six box Whoever's idea it was to do the 20-share box really was taking the pee. I mean, come on, give him a chance. No, no, I am joking, of course. Hospitality, solidarity and all that. The chest them I just did would have had added comedic value if only you could have seen it. Everybody should work in the kitchen for a day, I've decided. Um, I've known plenty of people that have actually only lasted a day. The atmosphere is unlike anything else and the banter's always top-notch. I've got many stories I could share and it really is true what they say chefs are bonkers. I remember one occasion where I asked to borrow a knife and had it hurled at me. Time stood still, it was like something out of a Matrix movie as it spun towards my head. I felt a breeze as it narrowly missed my cheek, taking strands of hair as it stuck in the wall behind me. Chef in question, didn't even acknowledge what they'd just done. The banter's often so much fun that you actually get annoyed when you have to make some food, like you forget what you're there for and can't believe that somebody had the audacity to interrupt your laughter. Idiots. Especially when Steve comes in five minutes before you close and orders a very well done fillet steak dickhead on many levels Firstly, don't take the piss with your time and then secondly steak is going to be inedible you absolutely neanderthal my first experience of a kitchen was when i was 18 Our chef would turn up so hungover that she'd either fall asleep next to the hobs incredibly dangerous would not recommend or she'd go and take a nap on the chest freezer in the storeroom spent many shifts covering for her and only waking her when absolutely necessary which i hadn't bothered after the knife incident she's calmed down a lot now though the anger management classes seem to have done at the world for good they can be stressful environments too. I remember working a shift after a heavy night out and having an absolute meltdown as I spotted a man in a white coat, convinced he'd come to take me away. And where were you going to put that probe? Get away from me. Oh, it's for the chicken. It's okay, everybody. It's just for the chicken. I am, of course, talking about EHO. They're a strange bunch, EHO. Like the parking attendants of the catering world, such jobs worth. You can guarantee they'll turn up bang on lunchtime rush and then promise you that you won't even notice that they're there. We had a visit once and the guy left his little notebook behind. It was like the environmental health officer's equivalent of a little black book containing all of his conquests. I mean, come on, it's probably the most exciting thing in his life. I envisage what the stars might mean in little black book talk. Five star, classy, expensive, may have to dress nicely. Three star, nothing much to look at. Okay, if you've had a few beers. One star, cheap, will probably catch something. You're a fine one to talk, we all know what you've been probing, but at least you wash your hands every 20 minutes. I've noticed that a lot of chefs are really anti-vegetarian and vegans. I've heard stories about them deliberately sabotaging veggie or vegan meals. I don't agree with that at all. You know, we all have the right to choose what we eat. Somebody asked me the other day, though, what I thought about being vegetarian. And actually, I said I think it's a huge mistake. Awful dad joke there. Apologies. That was a very brief insight there. Um, Just a couple of stories that I found quite funny. I will obviously as I say divulge more as I go through the uh, episodes and through my journey another question I had was um, where do I want the, the podcast to go and I don't really know to be honest as as I say when I set it up it was just a way of me kind of expressing myself and, and hoping to create this safe platform for others and yeah I, I'm absolutely sort of overwhelmed at the response that it's got and the way that it's taken off and some of the messages I've had so I'm just enjoying doing it at the moment and I'm going to continue to do it and hope that it you know is helping others out there too um so what's been happening over the last week or so I have been really busy I've had lots of messages I've had a few people asked to sort of collaborate with me on the podcast so watch this space hopefully we'll get some of those out soon um i believe i'm appearing on bbc radio york at some point today to discuss uh, my poetry and the podcast i will uh upload a link to the insta page if that happens um the podcast plays are now on 485 i believe insta followers are over 1250 i believe i've also done something crazy I've signed myself up to do a 150 mile walk for the Samaritans so I plan to do it in five days so you know 30 miles a day um five consecutive days and I'm going to be walking from Easingwald in in York which is where I work um to Budely which is where my mum lives and yeah like I say I'm going to plan to well, I plan to do that in, in five days, and it's going to be done in January, so it's going to probably be wet and cold and miserable, and it's probably going to hurt a lot, um, <laughs> sponsors are welcome, I do have a just-giving page, you can find that, I believe, under Kate, by the way, or the Angry Dinosaur, um, popped home, I say home, back to my mum's for, for the night, um, earlier this week, I went out on Sunday for what was meant to be just a meal and a drink and ended up getting a little bit drunk um so feeling a bit fragile uh but yeah all in all it's it's just been a busy busy couple of weeks for me but good good busy um feeling quite positive I am of course going to end on a poem and I'm going to end on one of my poems so I hope you enjoy This one is called First World Problems, and as I say, it's by me, Kate, by the way. The world is falling apart in front of our very eyes. Thousands of children dying daily. Mothers choosing between giving their children dirty water or no water at all. A die-die situation. Fathers packing their families into overcrowded dinghies like sardines, if only they could swim so well. And what do we do? Stop reading, change the channel, avert our eyes. For seeing is believing, and we prefer the happiness that ignorance brings. We rub salt into already dehydrated wounds, complaining about trivial matters and then laughing as we refer to them as first-world problems. I'll tell you some first world problems. We show our iPhones more respect than we do our bodies and vital organs. Our heart isn't password protected. Facial recognition isn't always required to unlock our bodies. We teach our children to reach for the stars to shine as brightly as the sun when it's the moon they should aspire to. Be the light when it's really needed. Nobody needs a torch during daylight. We teach them love is a fairy tale. Ariel changed her whole identity for a man. Snow White lived with seven strangers. Elsa didn't really let it go. Sleeping Beauty didn't give consent and Jasmine married a compulsive liar. We teach them that curiosity killed the cat. But that's okay, you have eight attempts remaining. Not to trust strangers, especially those bearing sweets, but it's often those closest to us that cause the most pain. We take tiny, innocent, impressionable minds and push education, yet even the most prolific academics make fight from two and two. Our priorities are all wrong. Our first interactions with people usually consist of what do you do? Are you married? Do you have children? But never, are you happy? And that brings that one to a close. Um, Apologies that I haven't done a, a main episode. I will crack on with that this week and get one out to you. And yeah, um, keep you posted with any sort of... C- collaborations that I'm doing Uh, I hope to get some quite exciting episodes out soon for you all hope you're all well and thanks again for listening until the next time bye